This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tonight, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend's heartbreak over their pregnancy loss. It's so, so hard for me to come to terms with. Then, Mimi Leakes sets the record straight on her public feud with Wendy Williams. It's not right to do that to somebody and bash a person over and over again. Plus, we're with Rihanna, her recovery after the accident that left her bruised. I just wanted to have a fun time. Then, why Brad Pitt wants Angelina's former co-star to testify in court. And inside Meghan and Harry's home, giving an update on baby Archie. He's just so busy and he's all over the place. My heart absolutely aches for John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. You know, she has shared everything about their difficult pregnancy journey. And now she has let us all in on what has to be the most heartbreaking moment of their lives. Just... Little baby, just think a little baby, okay? Quote, we were never able to stop the bleeding and give our baby the fluids he needed. Despite bags and bags of blood transfusions, it just wasn't enough. Chrissy wrote that heartbreaking caption last night, posting pictures in tears at the hospital with husband John by her side and clutching the baby boy they called Jack. Quote, to our Jack, I'm so sorry the first few moments of your life were met with so many complications that we couldn't give you the home you needed to survive. We will always love you. You know, I'm about like halfway through pregnancy. The supermodel had been on bed rest for three weeks due to excessive bleeding from a weak placenta. She was hospitalized, enduring blood transfusions, and a scary moment when doctors couldn't initially find the baby's heartbeat. Just don't pity me, okay? I feel really, really, really good. Hopefully we won't stop at two. Keep going. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Jack was their miracle baby, conceived without IVF, which helped bring Miles and Luna into the world. John was shy to reveal the news, even as Chrissy passed her first trimester. Any plans there to uh, add to the team over there? Maybe give Luna <laughs> You never know. Last night, countless stars posted condolences and messages of support. Fellow supermodel Cindy Crawford, whose friends lost a child to stillbirth, told us providing that kind of comfort is vital. People don't know how to talk to you about loss, right? Grief is awkward. We are not taught how to grieve. Cindy advocates for the Return to Zero Foundation, which supports parents like Chrissy and John. Using their loss to, to really help others on this road toward healing. Having gone through a similar situation, I can tell you that an organization like Return to Zero is a godsend. If you need help, go to rtzhope.org. Okay, we move on. NeNe Leakes is in the middle of an ugly and messy divorce from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, and she joins us now. And NeNe, I just want to jump right in and set the record straight. Were you fired from the show? No. What happened? I left show. I had an offer on the table. I did not think the offer was a fair offer. Do you think the show will be a success without you? I hope so. I would never wish anything bad on them. I mean, that would not be right. I'm going to tell you, Nini, I've talked to you a lot. It feels like, you know, you are not your usual self. Will I walk away? I just don't know. They have forced me out of the franchise. Remember, no one knew you until you knew me. What's wrong? It's sad. It's unfortunate. It doesn't have to be that way. What could have fixed it? Maybe, maybe sitting down behind the scenes, having a conversation. One topic that did get Nene fired up? Her one-time friend and talk show host, Wendy Williams. What did Wendy do that really upset you? Um, Wendy talks about me every week. Nene likes attention, dramatic attention. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why that wouldn't upset anyone else. I guess I, I, maybe I'm different. Are you done with the housewives or could you come back? At this moment, I'm not interested in, you know, being a part of Real Housewives. I wish them all the best. Really, I do. But, um... I don't think that's the place for me. You have spent so much time there. You've been such a big part of this franchise. How do you go on and what's next? Well, I just think that you don't speak on things until they're signed, sealed, and delivered. Nene always has a lot going on. All right, let's move on to Rihanna and the scooter. Rachel Smith is in Nashville and joins us now with a lot more on that. We saw the pictures and it looked pretty bad. Yeah, I know it was, Kev, but honestly, looking at her now, you wouldn't even know it. But Riri told me she's learned her lesson, mm, sort of. How are you doing? I know you took a little spill. I'm doing tremendously better. I mean, when I saw those pictures of you come out with the bruises, I was like, pretty girl. Honestly, I'm really grateful that it wasn't as intense. Scooting. Riri's electric scooter wreck last month left her with a black eye and some nasty bruises on her face. You know what's scary? What's that? I'm probably not gonna put the scooter away. I don't have a license, so I can't really drive, but driving is also one of those things that are therapeutic. Now shut up and drive. Rihanna doesn't take a backseat when it comes to internet trolls. When one person commented on this sexy sunscreen post that it's winter now, Riri clapped back with, you gonna have wrinkles if you think SPF is seasonal. 
I have not been in this much glam the entire quarantine, of course. Of Thank course, you. I had that cute for you, you know what I'm saying? Yes, girl. Today marks a year ago that we reconnected at the Barclays Center for the Big Fenty Fashion Show last year. And they oh, wow. Friendiversary. <laughs> How are times in this world today impacting your music and what you're working on? It forces you to figure it out. And it's forced me to figure things out and get creative and clever about it. It's been four years since Riri released her last record, and over the past 12 months, she's been dropping hints about album number nine. When I'm ready to put it out, it's gonna come out. In the meantime, fans can get their Rihanna fix when the Fenty Fashion Show Volume 2 drops late tonight on Amazon Prime. This year, Lizzo, Demi Moore, and Bella Hadid are among the stars modeling lingerie. What can we expect this year? Well, it's definitely still gonna be off the chain. You know, everyone's health obviously comes first. It's presented its challenges, but we love a challenge. You certainly do. Meanwhile, there are new challenges in the Brad and Angelina custody battle. That's up first in tonight's No and Tell. Brangelina's custody trial is set to start Monday, and ET has obtained their witness list. Brett is preparing to call 21 people, three times more than Angie's seven. Brad's most surprising witness, Angelina's former Girl Interrupted and a Mighty Heart co-star, Jillian Arminante. According to the docs, she will speak to her, quote, communications and observations of Angelina, Brad, and or their kids. Brad and Angelina's trial is expected to last 15 days. It will likely be virtual. Brad recently returned from France after spending time with new girlfriend, 27-year-old model Nicole Paltrowski. According to a report, Angelina made Brad quarantine for two weeks before she would allow him visits with her kids. Now to former Glee star Matthew Morrison, who tells E.T. he is still in shock over the tragic drowning of Naya Rivera. Naya was a, a huge bright light. It's crazy saying was. My heart just goes out to that family who is grieving. Have you guys thought about getting together and doing some sort of tribute, like rebooting Glee? I have heard rumors of Brad Pitt playing Mr. Schuster in a reboot, which I think um, I'm not mad at at all. Right. I would love to see that, actually. Matthew is now passing on his love of music to younger generations by spearheading the Grammy Museum and Keep Music Alive's Kids Music Day tomorrow. The first Friday of every October is Kids Music Day. I just want to give back because it is so important to put instruments and music training into kids' hands. Finally, a brand new Archie update from Harry and Meghan. We're very lucky with, with, uh, with our little one. He's just so busy. He's all over the place. He's on our toes, but we're really just so lucky. The couple gave a virtual interview to UK newspaper The Evening Standard from their Santa Barbara mansion. Meghan looks chic in an asymmetrical fitted top, and their interview even got crashed by their adorable rescue beagle, Guy. Sorry, my dog is just <laughs> Guy is such a ham for the camera, and I know we'd love to see more of little Archie, but Harry and Meghan are doing their best to keep him out of the spotlight. Meanwhile, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is bringing his childhood to TV. His new sitcom, Meet the Young Stars, channeling the people's champ. Then, Sex and the City fans, we have an exclusive sneak peek at a new show you'll love. I wanted to steal every single outfit of Emily's. Plus, it's my life. 
Jon Bon Jovi on the songs that inspired his second career. I started taking acting lessons as a result. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. What the rock is cooking? The world is about to learn where that catchphrase came from. Dwayne Johnson is executive producing and starring in, and Lauren, get this name, Young Rock. Oh, I get it. Young Sheldon. Exactly. Think that, but exactly. with The Rock. Wow. And Dwayne has now revealed the newcomers who will play him during the early stages of his life. Now, this one is a ways away, but here's something you can watch starting tomorrow. And, ooh, it feels like the escape you need. Take a trip with Lily Collins in Emily in Paris. Did you have a favorite outfit and did you steal any outfits from the set? I wanted to steal every single outfit of Emily's. I'm telling you right now, my closet was quite dreary in comparison when I got home. I loved the Paris Opera House because of the look, but also running around the set with like hotel slippers on at the end of the day. It was just like a magical moment. I'm Emily, Emily Cooper. From this Christian Siriano little black dress to hot pink Louboutin heels, the fashion and storylines featured in Emily in Paris are kinda sex in the city meets younger. Why? Well, it's from the same creator, Darren Starr. Merci beaucoup. The sex in the city is celebrated in New York. This show certainly celebrates Paris. With younger, you know, there's a bit of the workplace. This is a little bit of a workplace show. I think we all really made an effort to try and make Emily Emily and not like a new Carrie because how can you be a new Sarah Jessica Parker? You just can't. Hello, lover. This city is filled with love and beauty and passion. Living my best life. So many possibilities. Newly engaged Lily is Emily, a marketing exec who lands her dream job in Paris in the Netflix series, which drops tomorrow. She falls for a Frenchman, newcomer Lucas Bravo, who plays a chef. Can you tell me, everybody go watch Emily in Paris? Um, que tout le monde aille regarder Emily in Paris. Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mon dieu. And since we're talking amour, here's how John Bon Jovi gives love a good name. What you never knew about his love life and his greatest hits. I had to fight with, for that lyric with Richie Sambora. Then, remember when this guy was nearly The Bachelor? Mike Johnson reveals why he thinks he didn't get the gig. Okay, you know, I had to take deep breaths. And in tonight's Thursday, Why are so many people unhappily single and what can they do about it? That's coming up next on ET. Michelle truly believes that John Bon Jovi's I'll Be There For You is one of the top five songs ever written, skipping over anthems like Living On A Prayer or You Give Love A Bad Name. Like Nene Leak says, I said what I said. Thank you very much. Let me say this to you, everybody. This man knows what he's doing. John's an icon. He's a legend. And now he's reaching even more music milestones in this E.T. exclusive. It's my life. It's now Decades since that song, John. What do you think? You know, It's My Life was amazing for us. This is for one who stood their ground. I was feeling my Sinatra. 
and it's my life, it's now or never. And like Frankie said, I did it my way. I had to fight with, for that lyric with Richie Sambora. I said, it's Frank Sinatra, and this is the way I'm gonna live my life. Here's another number for you, 30 years since Blaze of Glory. Emilio Estevez was the star of Young Guns. I had met him and he asked me to write a song for the movie. So I write them the song and I started taking acting lessons as a result. Life is limitless, limitless. At 58, John's showing no signs of slowing down. Tomorrow, Bon Jovi releases 2020, the band's 15th studio album. If this year doesn't give you that ammunition to write, then what would, right? When you can't do what you do, thought it was finished and then in mid-march when the country shut down and the world really hit the reset button uh, we decided to postpone the record cancel the tour and i continued the writing just like yesterday they're gone one of the album songs unbroken had a special recording session with prince harry for the invictus games which ended up being postponed till next year collaborate with them again. You know, I'd be willing. We were going to do some things together that obviously been put on the back burner because of this. And two years after this song hit number one, John tied the knot with wife Dorothea. 31 years, right? Best thing I ever did. Hollywood needs this advice, John. How the hell you guys have done it for so long? I know I got it right the first time. And we work hard at it. Life. You're taking notes, takes work. That's actually also good advice for those looking for love on The Bachelor. So listen up, Matt James. You heard John Bon Jovi. Matt, of course, is the show's first black bachelor, but many in Bachelor Nation thought that title should have gone to fan favorite Mike Johnson. So what did Mike think? Lauren Zima has that exclusive. What was the mystery reason as to why you were not The Bachelor? I have no idea. I remember Wells Adams uh, pissing me off one time because he said that he doesn't think that I'll be good for The Bachelor because I don't show enough emotional aspects to me. I don't. I didn't cry. I'm not gonna fake cry on TV for one, right? If I cry, this is real. Our new Bachelor, Matt James. What do you think about Matt being The Bachelor? Matt's a wonderful guy. And I was telling him to just simply Treat women how your mom told you to be and have a better body than Tyler. And so that's all he has to do. Mike isn't holding any grudges over not being named The Bachelor. In fact, he spent the last 11 months writing a revealing new book, Making the Love You Want, out tomorrow. If you want to obliterate self-limiting beliefs, if you want to stand in your own power and create the life you deserve, making the love you want is for you. In the book, Mike reveals all he's overcome, explaining that he was sexually assaulted by a babysitter as a child, sharing that he burglarized homes as a teen, and that he has dealt with depression. Like writing all those things was absolutely emotional homework for me, but it's so therapeutic once you get it out there. Well, speaking of emotional homework, in tonight's Thursday, Matthew Hussey has some for all the singles out there. Why are so many people unhappy when they're single? Why can't I find someone? It's because they get extremely goal-oriented about meeting someone. The antidote to that is forget meeting someone right now. I just want to expand my life. I don't need a man. There are three great ways to expand your life. One find something you already do, 
and do a different version of that thing. I'm headed to the gym. Today, don't go to the gym, go on a hike. Let me see you get low, you scared, you scared. Number two, accept the invitations of someone you don't normally hang out with. Seriously? Seriously. Number three, the 90 minute challenge. Explain. Find somewhere new to go that is within a 90 minute drive of where you live. Road trip! Go surprise yourself. Surprise! <laughs> Even if you don't meet that person, there is nothing on this list that you will regret having done anyway. And that is the key to being happy until you meet that special person. Only 90 minutes? I might need to go further than that. And also, how's he gonna know I'm cute with my mask on? These are all questions I need Matthew to answer. All right, coming up, SNL is back. Why Chris Rock says you are not ready for Jim Carrey's take on Joe Biden. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. So excited for the debut of Saturday Night Live this weekend. Chris Rock is hosting, but you know what? Hosting a show during a pandemic is no joke. It's weird, man. You get tested pretty much every day. Everyone has a mask on. Every Some people have double shields on, some people have gloves on. It's weird, but I guess it's necessary. Those tests are serious business. Um, Chris watched the debate with Jim Carrey, who will play Joe Biden on Saturday. To watch him watch Joe Biden, and then do Joe Biden, and then maybe do a little Trump, and then do a little Clint Eastwood, it was a, a ride. It's gonna be good this Saturday, that's what I'm trying to say. We have a whole bunch of secrets from the new season of SNL, so join us for that tomorrow. See you then. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcast.